The top 100 albums that I listened to in 2022. I have to put that into context because a lot of people be bad because their favorite albums didn't make it. And this year is definitely going to be a year that a lot of your favorite albums did not make it. It's either because I didn't listen to it or it simply didn't make it. And this year is a different 100. This is King Known Uncensored, the top albums Ooh, every genre that I listen to and let me tell you something this is one of the best years that I ever reviewed for music when it came down to putting this list together and I'm going to tell it to you like this it's mostly um based on ratings and I'm going to tell it to you like this the number 100 album I rated in 87 so you can imagine how good this list really is you have to imagine this shit and really put this shit into your mind but without further ado, we're going to start with number 100, and I'm going to try to keep this under two hours, but I I highly doubt that shit. That shit's going to be very difficult. So we're going to start off with number 100. Now, this guy definitely was on my radar for most improved, but he ended up losing that award. And he put out two projects in 2022. And the first one being released in June, right at the summertime. And number 100 is Duke Deuce with the album Crunk Star. Now, we know that Duke Deuce is from Memphis. That's that's the guy that I forgot to fucking name last show. 
That's the guy. Fuck. And I knew it too. It was like, it's a dude who music I play a whole lot from Memphis. And by golly, he's number 100. Now this Crunkstars album, I mean, honestly, this is, you can play this damn near straight. You know, the highlights, I mean, just say that with Glorilla, man. That was fucking dope. Uh, the Money Bandana record with Doughboy and Babyface Ray, that was a big surprise. That was a big surprise. I Get Crunk was basically um, I Need Love. Yeah, it was I Need Love and shit with a trap beat on it. That was very different. I've never seen that be done before. Um, Flip the Switch with Juicy J was crazy. Hell no with Cold Cash, Gloss Up, and Slime Brony, bro. That was one of my favorites for sure. The title track. I mean, this album was pretty solid. Number 99. Let's move on. Let's move on at a quick and fast pace. Highly doubt that that's going to happen. Number 99 comes from a veteran, man. He has been busy. He has been on one of the uh, better television shows that's currently on TV. Um, But number 99 is Method Man, Meth Lab Season 3, The Rehab. And I called this his best album since Takao Zero Judgment Day. This album was really good. I'm not going to hold you. Like, Meth has always been up and down with the albums, you know. It's probably one of his biggest weaknesses as an MC that he wasn't really consistent with solo albums. He just sounded great alongside Redman and Wu-Tang. But this album wasn't weak at all. I mean, stop crying with Capadon did the butterfly effect. RJ Payne, them two niggas went at it. Live from the meth lab with KRS and Redman. It switched sides with Kiss. Like the last two minutes. I mean, and it was 12 tracks. It was an easy listen, too. You know, Method Man was in his bag throughout the, pro- the whole project. I can't complain about this at all. Let's move on to number 98. Number 98 is from a lady. And it was an EP. It just so happens to be an EP. Number 98, with Nashe the EP. Now, I mean, I don't know how long y'all been fucking with me, but y'all know that I'm a fan of Tanache. I like her music. She's sexy as fuck. What more could you ask for? I mean, this four-track slab of ribs was a slab of ribs indeed. I mean, all 40 songs from Grip to Pay Me. I think Pay Me was 
uh, the track that was, uh, you know, the Beyonce uh, joint. Yeah, the uh, jumping, jumping sample record. Like, that shit was crazy. And all four of these songs were um, unreleased, and she decided to put on the uh, EP. But she was originally going to come out with an album called Nashe, but it was shelved. I mean, like I said, Grip, Pay Me, Fashion Nova, and what's, what's the name? All four of these slap, and all four of them happened to be produced by Hitbaker. We're on the nine, number 97. <laughs> number 97 comes from a person who does predominantly reggae, or as they call it now, Afrobeat. And this was my first time listening to this person. Number 97. Shinsia Alpha. Alpha by Shinsia, I mean, man. I can say this, you know, I was turned on to Shinsia through uh, Kanye West, and then I heard her on Yo Gotti's album, and then I seen that she had a project, and uh, yeah, I had to check it out. And I was pretty surprised on how good it was. Um, Target with Tyga. Crazy. Are You That with 21 Savage? That was a hard song to leave out of my top 100 songs of the year. Because, you know, from maybe the beginning of the year or whenever the fuck this came out, up until, like, maybe the last month, Are You That with 21 Savage was one of the better collabs of 2022. Lick by uh, Shinsia and Megan Thee Stallion. Definitely a club banger. And I definitely like her collabs with Sean Paul and Beanie Man. Those were fire. Blessed with Tiger. Tiger made two appearances on here. This was dope. Shin X Anthem. Hangover. I mean, she had a album full of bangers. Number 96. This was my first time checking her out because she had released a mixtape the year before that I did not hear. And now I was finally given the pleasure to listen to this Southern Belle from Alabama. Number 96. Flo Millie with the album You Still Hear Ho? <laughs> I mean, Flo Millie is like a throwback in a sense, you know. She's a female that sounds like a 2000s rapper. You know, most of the music on here was reminiscent of the early to mid-2000s. I mean, from, I think the track is called Conceited. That was, that was a banger for sure. Um, Hottie featuring Babyface Ray was nuts. That was a dope-ass record. Not gonna hold you. And I'm not even the biggest Babyface Ray fan, but that record was fire. 
like from come outside to PVC, pretty face. I mean, some of these songs were a little bit corny. Not gonna hold you, but I mean that. But that just adds to the the uh, versatility of hers because she can do pop and she can do rap. Um. Big Stepper, like that. I think that's one of her more popular songs. Fuck Niggas Get Money is probably my favorite song on the album. But the Roaring Twenties and Ice Baby Dog, those was hard as hell. Those was fucking fire. Let's move on to number 95. Man. This album was hella underrated this year. I'm surprised more people didn't pay attention to it. Like, for real, this was like an all-star collaboration low-key of three rappers that are pretty much in the stoner hip-hop portion here. We got number 95, Wiz Khalifa, Big Crit, Smoke Visit, and Girl Talk with the album Full Court Press. Man, this album was dope as hell and completely slept on. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I like this whole project. I don't think there was many flaws on here. I mean, Smoke Visit, Crit, and Wiz did their thing, and the producer Girl Talk laced these, this little 10-track album, and it's short. It's 10 tracks. Man, Revenge of the Pool, bro. Oh, my God, dog. Fly the Coop with Big Fred. Crazy. Every Day with Currency. That shit was out of here. Ready for Love, the Wiz Khalifa solo record. Fire. No seagulls. How the story goes, like... This whole album was completely well-rounded, and I definitely suggest that you listen to it. Like, this is crazy. We only at number 95, and I'm telling y'all how good all of these albums was. Last year, when I was at, like, 95 or 100, I was talking about disappointments. But I'm talking about how good this shit. This is how good the year 2022 has been. And yes, there are no December releases on here. Do not expect any December released albums. Every album on here was released in um, 2022 up until November. Next year, the December releases will be there. Number 94, this was a highly anticipated album. We were trying to see if she was going to recover from what I viewed as a disappointing sophomore offering. I believe it was sophomore. Well, actually, you know what? I take that back. The album in question was her debut album. So we had to see if she was going to do a sophomore slump, but she didn't. Number 94, Megan Thee Stallion with Traumazine. Man, where do I start? I mean, NDA with, oh my God, with the hit kid, that shit is out of here. 
We got a Megan Thee Stallion and Lotto collaboration. I always thought that these two were on the same level. But Megan, obviously, um, is a little bit, I don't know. I think they're, I think they're a tie to me. But Megan hasn't gotten writers, though. Lotto has. So the Edge probably would still go to Ben. Her was one of the more entertaining songs. Megan was spitting her ass off on that uh, 90s techno joint. Mrs. Nasty was fire. Anxiety is one of the more better songs in 2022. Consistency was cool. Star with Lucky Day. That was a shame that I had to leave that record off the, the uh, top 100 songs. Pressurelicious with Future. Future kind of washed Megan on this song. I ain't going to hold you. Plan B was dope, but the but the uh, remix with Lil' Kim was way better. Southside Royalty Freestyle. Crazy. Crazy, I tell you. Sweetest Pie. I was talking about that on the uh, top 100 songs list. Very catchy. Very catchy record. I mean, Traumazine was a pretty well-rounded album. It's not a classic album, but it's still... You could tolerate the shit. Number 93. This album comes from what we call... A real lyricist. This is somebody who really got bars. This is a Detroit rapper, but he doesn't rap over hell of a beat, y'all. <laughs> or energy made this one beat. This nigga is a, a true throwback. Number 93, Elzai Zeitgeist. I was worried about Elzai. I was a little disappointed with a couple of his last couple projects. But Elzai really kicked in the door and waved the 4-4. I mean, this whole album, like Amnesia, this nigga went crazy. King Shit Say Word is probably my favorite record on here. I mean, pros and cons. Oh, man, that was an incredible song. Forgot how incredible that shit was. But Zeitgeist was definitely, like, one of the more slept-on albums last year. Number 92. This is a mixtape, but definitely deserving of making this list. Number 92, Juicy J, Lex Luger, and Trapaholics, Crypto Business. Crypto Business is a very entertaining manifesto. And, man, from night in the club, because I live it, be careful with finesse two times, kill that shit. How they turned Bone Thugs and, Mo, and Harmony, Mo Murder, into a strip club anthem, I have no idea how this nigga Juicy J was so creative to, to put that together with Beat King and Lil Kiki. 
like mind your business with the chat was fire hot sauce definitely one of my favorites let it go know what's in it like this is a pretty solid project from juicy j juicy j's always been consistent with the music but i feel like he doesn't get enough praise for it because they just think that he just has three six mafia stuff and that's it Number 91. This is a sequel to maybe what I viewed as a borderline classic. If not a classic. Number 91. Calvin Harris, Funk Wave Bounces 2. Now this is... another album that I view as slept on. Even though it's not better than the original, it still has some great moments on here. Like, New Money with Cal- with, with 21 Savage was crazy. Potion, Dua Lipa and Young Thug collaboration, fire. Stefflon, Woman of the Year with Stefflon, Don, Chloe, and Coy LeRae was a very interesting group of people to put together. I wasn't disappointed. New to you with Cal- with Nor- Normani, Tanache, and Offset. That was my favorite record on here. Stay With Me Part 1 and Part 2 with Justin Timberlake, Pharrell Williams, and Halsey. Solid. Georgia Smith and Lil Dirk put together a, a, a banger. In my opinion. Um, Live My Best Life with Snoop and Lotto was insane. That record was fucking fire. Day Ones with Pharrell and Pusha T. Pretty cool. But that Funk Wave Bounces Volume 2. Oh, yeah, the joint with Busta Rhymes also. Ready or not, that was amazing as well. Number 90. A lot of y'all are going to be startled by the position of this album. But this is how good 2022 has been to us music heads. Number 90, Quavo and Takeoff, only built for Infinity Links. I love this album. It's incredible. It's not a classic album, but it's a very entertaining and fun listen. Something you listen to in your car. Something that you put the, the 12s in, you dig? I love this album. I mean, from two Infinity Links... To Tony Starks, to Hotel Lobby, even though Hotel Lobby is not my favorite. Bars in the captions. Man. <laughs> Chocolate with Young Thug and Gunna. Pause that. Messy was dope. Big Stun is my favorite. 
one of my favorite songs in 2022. Us versus them, who you think gonna win? Like, this is amazing. Rest in peace to take off, though. Oh, man. Hurts my heart that he never, he didn't get to live to enjoy the success and the, get the full praise from everyone that I felt like, you know, he deserved. Number 89. I'm just gonna go right to it. Lil Dirk. 7220. This album is neck and neck with The Voice. I think The Voice is slightly just a little bit better than 7220. But this wasn't disappointing, not one bit. Um, Aha, Fire, Golden Child, No Interviews, Petty 2 was crazy, Barbarian, Lil Dirk was going crazy on here. What happened to Virgil was cool. And a difference in Love Dior Banks. Broadway Girls. 7220 wasn't disappointing. Definitely worthy. Number 88. The coolest white boy in the game right now, Jack Harlow. Come home, the kids miss you. Yet another fun and entertaining album. Now, was this better than any of his previous projects? No. I think it's better than Sweet Action. I take that back. But Come Home, the Kids Miss You was not received well by many publications, and I didn't understand why. I mean, First Class is the best song released in 2022. Dua Lipa was a banger. Side Piece, another one of my favorite songs on the record. Movie Star with Pharrell was pretty decent. I got a shot. Let me tell you something. Timbaland will lace that bitch for Jack Harlow. But Jack Harlow, the way that he danced on that beat, amazing. Churchill Downs with Drake. I don't think he, I, I, I mean, Drake kind of washed him on there. Like a Blade of Grass was so fucking cool. Parent Trap with Justin Timberlake was fire. And Timberland did that one. I wasn't a fan of Nail Tech. I wasn't a fan of Poison, but State Fair was fire. But yeah, man, come on, the kids miss you. It was a good album. I definitely enjoyed it. Now, ooh, a lot of y'all motherfuckers is going to be mad at me. But you shouldn't be mad, though. I love this project, too, at number 87. But once you see what's above these things, maybe you'll try to understand where I was coming from. But I highly doubt it. Number 87. (laughs) <laughs> which I rated, which I also rated in 87. Let me tell you something. Every fucking album that I just said, I rated in 87. But the irony that this is number 87, I think this is the the last 87. This is the best 87. Number 87, Future, I Never Liked You. This was a fucking dope-ass album. 
Like, I'm that nigga was disrespectful. Keep it burning with yay was dope. Pour a nut with gunner and thug. Free gunner and thug was fire. Pumping on zooties, fire. Gold stacks, fire. I fucking hate. Wait for you. I told y'all, don't ask me that shit no more. <laughs> don't ask me that shit again. <laughs> Love you better was dope. Misogyny. Oh man, that Meek Mill remix of Misogyny was crazy. Chickens with ESTG, fire, voodoo with Kodak, crazy, holy ghost. I'm on one is catchy, no security. Oh my God. Like me with Dirk and Baby, worst day. Like, yeah, I never liked you. Is an album full of fucking bangers, bro. But let's move on, man. Let's move on to number 86. Eighty-six is an EP from one of the more lesser-known artists, signed to Def Jam. I reviewed his album. Uh, I think it was a month ago. Number eighty-six, Bobby Sessions. I'd rather keep it to myself. Man, this album surprised me with the amount of bangers. It's only six tracks, but it was incredible. Like. All six of these songs were good from Stream of Consciousness to ISO. ISO was crazy. Smile was crazy. Friends and Enemies was probably the best song. Alone was about suicide. I, I, I was crazy. Like, this whole project, bang, from start to finish. Number 85. Oh, boy. I know I'm going to hear it a lot. Because um, this person dropped four projects this year, and all four of his projects happened to make the list. Spoiler alert. Number 85, Conway the Machine, Organized Grime 3. Yeah, I think it was produced by uh, Trillmatic. I mean, this was light. This is a light-ass album. It's, pro- it's definitely the weakest out of the Conway releases, but still some crazy shit on here. Conway is one of the best rappers in the game. He's a top-five rapper. Gotta give him his. His work ethic is nuts. Was it Organized Grime 3 or 2? Okay, it was 2. It's actually Organized Grime 2. My bad, y'all. I thought it was 3, but um, it's actually 2. And these were some decent songs, man. Like, Murder He Wrote with Rome Streets was crazy. Marathon with Benny the Butcher and Flea Lord. Keep up with Vic Spencer was nuts. Man, 
although this was the weaker of the four projects that Conway the Machine released this year, Organized Grime 2 just proved that the machine is really a fucking machine. Number 84, another Buffalo rapper dropped his new, uh, his the third edition of this mixtape called Pray for the Evil with Mephix. I guess that's the producer's name and how you pronounce it. But Flea Lord went crazy all over this project, like on the Essence with Fat Joe, like the Final Four record with Rock Marciano, Conway, Trade of Truth was pretty different. Impala with TF was nuts. Like, Pray for the Evil 3 is solid. Definitely worthy of a listen. And I definitely enjoyed it. Next up is a Shady Rapper. Number 83, West Side Boogie, More Black Superheroes. I definitely was anticipating this. You know, Boogie had not released any new music in three years, but he is back. And my favorite song on here was Nonchalant with Mommy. I guess that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, man. The hook was catchy. The, the joint with Soldier Boy was wild. Can't Get Over You with Smino and Tizo. Touchdown was dope. Windows Down with Snoop Dogg was all right. Prideful 2 was okay. Um, This may not have been better than his previous album, Everything's For Sale. But it's still a soulful offering. And if you want to just lay back and just chill... This is the album for you, which leads to number 82, which is ironically the same type of album. Number 82 is Nick Grant, Welcome to Loveland. Now, Nick Grant is one of my favorite rappers from this era. I've been following dude for quite a while, the South Carolina product. But this time, Grant decides to do a more soulful project like he's doing a lot more singing even though he does not sing and I can just tell that Outkast literally inspired this project there's no way that Outkast and them did not fucking influence Welcome to Loveland I mean Cupid is a woman no, 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 no. Yeah, Cupid is a Woman was good, but Cats and Dogs, that's the track I, that I love on here, man. Oh, my God. I think, it, I think it's called Gangsta Lean. Crazy. Loving other drugs was crazy. Brutal honesty was raw. Like, I definitely... And then Sex Interlude, man, that should have been a full, complete record, a complete song, man. But other than that, Welcome to Loveland was different for Nick Grant. And I appreciate him for experimenting and not taking the experiment way too far. Because a lot of people don't know how to control their experiments. Number 81. 
Both of these guys have already been on this list already, and they ended up teaming up for a whole entire project. Number 81, Juicy J and Wiz Khalifa Stoner's Night. Man, Stoner's Night was dope. Like, even though this is like the 50th version of Weak Ass Bitch, um, Weak Ass Bitch Part 100 featuring Big 30 was dope. Pop that trunk. was tough. Ask for days. Of course, you already know what that's about. Invest. That was another dope song. That was fire. Why do I stay high? You know, Juicy J cover uh, with with the Bone Thugs cover with L. Varner. Oh my God, man! Dope record. Yeah, Stoner's Night. Definitely a, yet another pack of gas and bangers. Now let's move on to number 80. I don't know about this. This might be this man's best work. This may be this man's best complete body of work. Number 80, T Grizzly, half T, half beast. Yo, this nigga went crazy on this album bro i'm not even gonna hold you like t grizzly is definitely one of the more better traditional mcs from detroit i mean built for it with the tupac changes sample was out of bounds that was crazy and then robbery part three Pretty good storytelling. Drop a bag was, oh man. Whoop with Baby Grizzly. Man. Like by myself, half T, half beast. Like this whole album was full of bangers and it was very versatile. Definitely enjoyed it. Number 79, Ransom No Rest for the Wicked. I mean, Ransom is a lyrical god. You got to give him props for what he does. The record with Gang was crazy. Rituals with 38 special. Them two niggas tore that shit up. Beautiful grave sites with JR and Black Chakra. Wild. Making it was cool. Although I feel like No Rest for the Wicked could have been a little bit better because, you know, I've heard better from Ransom. 
it's still like worthy of a mention. Number 78, man. This album's production was fucking serious. It went crazy. Number 78, French Montana and Harry Fraud with Montega. This was another dope project, man. I mean, I, I ain't going to even hold you. Montega was sick. Like, this whole project. The only track that I didn't care for was Shorty So Bad, and that song was even a vibe. I mean, the collabs on here was sick. Like, the... Like the drive-by with Babyface Ray, like Blue Chills and Rushmore Pack was dope. Like Kind of Girl with Rick Ross was crazy. Bricks and Bags with Kiss and Benny. I mean, I you know, on paper it seemed like French Montana was a little bit overmatched. But he held his own with uh, Kiss and Benny. Drop Top with Quavo. Super vibe. Drunk words, sober thoughts with, with chinks. Crazy. Like Montega, this 12-pack masterpiece. It was incredible, man. Number 77. This album, I definitely enjoyed this one for sure. Number 77, YG, I Got Issues. I mean, this is a yet another, I think this may be, ooh, I don't know, y'all. I don't know, this is, uh, this might be YG's best project. Not gonna lie to y'all, this might be this nigga best album. I may go that far. Because, you know, My Crazy Life was dope. Still, Brazy's my favorite still. But even I think that this might be better than Still Brazy, for sure. I mean, from Issues... I mean, Baby Mama might have been one of the worst songs on the album, but I like I like the hook. It's so fucking catchy. Toxic. That song grew on me because I didn't care for it at first. But it grew on me. Maniac. YG was going crazy on there. How to Rob a Rapper was interesting. I Dance was actually surprisingly good. You know, a lot of people expressed their disappointment in, in Go Loco. Go Dumb with her is probably one of the better moments of I Got Issues. Um, no Love was cool. Drink to This was dope. No Weapon with Nas was insane. Yeah, I Got Issues was a, a damn good album. Maybe YG's best work. Number 76, The Irony. The Irony, The Irony, right? 
Number 76, Kehlani, Blue Water Road. Now, I definitely enjoyed Blue Water Road. Blue Water Road bought us maybe two of the better songs of 2022. Let's get into those first. I mean, Wish I Never. I told you guys, what, last week that Wish I Never is one of the best songs of 2022. Like, that record got that late 90s vibe to it and it's going. It was going up. It could be a party record too. And then Up at Night with Justin Bieber. Definitely great songs. Get me started with Sid. Man, that shit was dope. Like that was one of the better three-track transitions that I've seen. Any Given Sunday with Glass was solid. Shooter Interlude was dope as fuck. Everything, the full song, definitely one of the better songs on here. And then Wandering, Wandering, like Kaylani Blue Water Road, this may not have been her best work. I mean, it's hard to beat Sweet Sexy Savage. That's a very difficult task to ask her to do. I enjoy Blue Water Road. Now, number 75. Aw, shit. All the sassy niggas, get your, put your hands up. Number 75 is Drake and 21 Savage. Her loss, y'all. 21. Can you do something me? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All sassy nigga jokes aside. Let's get serious, y'all. I had to, you know, I had to fuck with y'all, Drake fans. Because, you know, Drake been on his sassy shit, you know what I'm saying? Treacherous with twins. Treacherous twins. <laughs> but, despite the sassiness, Rich Flex is dope. I'll give you that. Major Distribution brought back that old-ass Drake. On BS was dope. I mean, Back Outside Boys, Superman anthem right there. Spin about you. Ooh, with that 90s sample, my nigga. Man. Circo Loco. Woo! Hot fire. Pussy and millions and broke boys. Even though the second side of Burp Boys was hella sassy. Middle of the Ocean is one of the best songs of 2022. Drizzy Drake bought it. 3AM on Glenwood. More M's. Like, her loss. I mean, Drake says that this is in his, uh, top five ever and he may he may be right he may have a case because you know you have take care 
You have nothing but the same. You have, um, oof. What a time to be alive with future. I think that's worthy of, uh, of a talk. I think this is a, I think her loss is better than thank me later for sure. Um, it's way better than views. Her loss in Scorpion is a great debate. We know the last three, three Drake projects have been trash. So yeah, Drake is at 112% correct on this one. I got to give her loss its props despite the uh, position on the countdown. Number 74, she came out this year with a point to prove. Number 74, Lotto 777. Lotto came out the gate with those first two records swinging. Both 777s was out of there. Wheelie with um, her supposed nigga 21 Savage. Go crazy. Big Energy was one of the biggest songs of 2022, even though it came out in 2021, and I had already ranked it for those looking for the original Big Energy. I mean, Sunshine with Childish Gambino and Lil Wayne, super catchy. It's Giving was definitely a girl anthem. Stepper with Nardo Wick, even though Nardo Wick kind of fucked that song up. I like the uh, Detroit style instrumental. Trust no bitch. Then the then then the last three songs. That shit. Southside sleep sleeping real one. That's another dope ass three track transition. Like, Sleep Sleep is definitely one of my favorite songs this year. Real one also. So, shout out to Lotto. Number 73, John Legend, Legend. Now, there are a whole bunch of corny-ass resort songs on here. I mean, Legend... Was a pretty good album, though. I mean, John Legend drops decent pieces of work. No, it's 24 goddamn songs, and it took forever to get done. I mean, all she want to do with Sweetie was a surprising collaboration. Splash with Janae Aiko and Ty Dolla Sign was different for him. Dope with G was fire. Like, Love with Jasmine Sullivan. Dope-ass duet. I was hella disappointed in the other ones with Rhapsody, though. I thought that was going to be fire. Good with Lettuce was also dope. But I had no real issues with this album, though. Besides the the, uh, large amounts of corny. Number 72. Vince Staples, Ramona Park broke my heart. I mean, I'll tell it to you like this. Vince Staples is very consistent. Like, 
he had a lot of good moments on here. And I remember this album too. Like Magic with Mustard. Whew, that's an anthem. I think that record should have blew, in my opinion. I feel like Ben Staples needs to be mentioned amongst the better MCs, true MCs that's in the game right now. East Point Prayer with Lil Baby was, oh man, another incredible song. Lemonade with Ty Dolla Sign is out of there. Bang That with Mustard out of there. Mama's Boy, Player Ways. Like, Ramona Park Broke My Heart is a very dope project. I think that people need to uh, put some respect on Vince Staples' name out here in the streets. Let's move on to number 71. Number 71, 38 Special Harry Fraud. Harry Fraud had some good production this year. He was hella solid. But Beyond Belief with 38 Special Harry Fraud was fire, man. 38 Special is just as nice as his pops was. Like Band of Brothers with Benny and Ransom was definitely the highlight of the album. He was snapping on Sal's Pizza, doing his motherfucking thug thizzle on air. Mint Green with Currency was wild. Lover Boy Interlude. Special with Stove God. 223s with Conway. Like, this shit is fucking out of, out of here. Number 70. With whom I view as one of the more underrated, not just an underrated female rapper, but just an underrated talent in the music game. And she just doesn't get her credit for some reason, despite her music being featured in commercials. Very strange. Number 70 is Lake Kelly 47 Shape Up. I mean, Chitty Bang was also featured on Madden uh, 22. Didn't know that. That song was a banger. LL Cool J was dope. Mm, New Money was cool. Um, Baseball. That's one of the best R&B songs of 2022. That almost made the top 100 songs of the year this year. It almost made it. Um, Get the Riches. Instant Classic. Um... Yeah, this album was was pretty dope. Not mad at it at all. Number 69. This duo here has been churning out music like it's nobody's business. Number 69, Crooked Eye and Joel Ortiz, Harbor City, Season 1. Man, this was a well-put-together project. This was a, a, a themed project. As they combine Long Beach 
and Brooklyn into one city. The interludes were pretty good. It told a dope-ass story. Drip Club was pretty surprisingly good. Holy Water. Oh, man. And then and then Heat Wave. Man. Them two. It's no, que- it's no question that jo- Joel Ortiz and Crooked Eye can rap. Do we miss Slaughterhouse? Absolutely. But this gives you a little bit of Slaughterhouse vibes. And I think this is one of the better theme albums released this year. Number 68. Man, this dude has been working. And this is crazy that this guy's been out for almost 30 years. And his song debuted 30, I think it was 31 years ago. Number 68, Snoop Dogg and DJ Drama. I still got it. Man. Snoop Dogg continues to add, like, dope-ass work to his repertoire, man. Like, this guy... Just never stops working. And I still got it. It's a testament to how great Snoop Dogg still sounds in 2022. Like, out from 21st Street was crazy. Like, I'll holla back with Dave Easton Corrupt. Like, no half-stepping. Lime and squeeze. Girls love Snoop. The price went up. No half step. It was crazy. Definitely one of my favorites. And then dollar signs. And around here was just so fucking dope. Like, this is an incredible project, man. Number 67. Yet another underrated talent in the game of music. This is the daughter of one of the more underrated singers of all time. And she raps and sings. That's probably why this project was called what what it was called. Number 67, Baby Tate, Manny Petty. Now, she, she definitely ripped the fucking uh, BET cypher this year. Baby Tate is dope. She's definitely a dope-ass, talented female, man. She's a definite, definitely a talent. This project was definitely slept on. Not enough people talking about it. Um, perfect. I get the concept. Ain't No Love with 2 Chains was dope. Do Better was definitely one of those songs where, you know, girl sees girl with a shitty person. Slut Em Out Again was surprisingly entertaining. For Lifers, that almost made my top 100. 
that song is incredible. Definitely listen to that. Honest, Petty, Yes Queen, you know what I'm saying? This is a pretty damn good project from uh, start to finish, man. Like, has a lot of good moments on here. Number 66. This person, you know, he's a, he was initially like an R&B guy, but his rap skills are not to be fucking played with. And he released two projects in 2022. Number 66, Sayari the Kid, The Shadow and the Shade 1. Now, The Shadow and the Shade 1, you know, when I was introduced to the project, um, I was attracted by the track list. I mean, the features are crazy. Yes, you know, we'll get into that. I mean, Unbreakable Promises with Jada Kiss. I worked hell and hot water to make sure that that song made the top 100. I didn't give a fuck if it was number 100. That was a really... I mean, that is just like Jada Kiss and, and Sayari Kid. Like, that shit was wild. Press zero with Biddy the Book. A gym. A gym. I mean, it definitely gave me uh, J. Cole vibes on there. Like, I think Sayari the Kid should definitely be mentioned a little bit more in these rap conversations because this is like real MCing here. It's real rapping right here. This ain't no play play. This ain't no auto-tune influenced with trap beats. This is real from the roots hip-hop shit. Like Soul Food with Trouble. Rest in peace to Trouble. Like the good middleman was fire. Great concept. Funeral arrangements with Lloyd Banks and Ransom. Dog. Them three niggas went at it verbatim with Sahai the Prince and T.I. Darkness in the Abyss with Mickey Fa- Dog on the come up DVD, like YouTube type beats. Like, what the fuck? The new Primo and Guru, A Dream, A Plan with Big Crit and Raekwon. Like, this nigga had. Features of oh, poverty paintings with Sean Ellery was was no whole shit. Shadow in the shade one was crazy. And that's all I have to say on that. Number sixty-five, Wiz Kid, more love, less ego. I mean, Wiz Kid is coming off the biggest hit of his career. So obviously he had to follow up with something dope or else G that is his name. If he can't hang, he got to get out the game. And Wizkid does not have to get out the game because this motherfucker is dope. This shit here is dope as hell. Like money and love bad to me. Like, uh, 
frames who's gonna know that almost made my list too like special with don Tolliver was dope plenty loving flower pads slip and slide with shinzia and skilly bang crazy i like more love less ego it's definitely one of those places you go to a beach you just close your eyes and you just listen to it while the water you know what i mean it's that type of album number 64 this dude was coming off of a, a sophomore, uh, he had the sophomore jinx. Because a lot of people were saying that dude fell off and this was only his second album. So he had to come back with the third sequel to his mixtape, Feed the Streets, to prove that he still has a lot left in the tank. Number 64, Roddy Rich Feed the Streets 3. I mean, King Size was crazy. Blue Cheese. Twin with Lil Dirk was stupid. Get Swept, Stop Breathing. Number One Freak with Ty Dolla Sign. Pressure was nuts. Heavier just because, like, this was a way, honestly, this is the best project from that, that I've ever heard from Roddy Rich. I mean, please excuse me, I'm antisocial. It was a good album. But this Feed the Streets 3, this is the best body of work that Roddy Rich has put together. Number 63. This is one of my guys. Now, you know, he complained about his album not receiving enough recognition. And I totally understand why I didn't. This wasn't your best, this wasn't his best work. But however, it's not a terrible album either. This is a really good album. But you know, I felt I was expecting like a classic album from this guy. And I didn't get it. But I got a decent album though. Number 63, Denzel Curry, Melt My Eyes, See My Future. Melt session number one. Man. Hell of a vibe. Walking? I remember when Walking first came out. I thought, like, if this album sounds like Walking, nigga, this nigga gonna put out a classic album. Worst Come to Worst was cool. John Wayne was cool. Ain't No Way with Rico Nasty, Jid, Josiah, Six Black, Kitty Cash was pretty cool. X-Wing was dope. Sanjuro was dope. But I was a teeny, tiny, a little bit disappointed that, you know, coming off of Unlocked and Unlocked 1.5, I was expecting, like, nothing less. It's not mid. It's just better than mid. That's what I can say about Belt My Eyes, See My Future. It's a good album, but I expected a lot more from my guy Denzel Curry. Number 62, coming from kind of like the same family tree. It's dope that they're ranked, that I ranked them alongside each other. Because these two artists are very similar, but just a teeny tad bit different. Number 62, Michi Darko Gothic Luxury. Like, I had hinted on my shows that I was... You know, it, I was highly anticipating the 
solo album from Michi Darko, who is a member of the group Flatbush Zombies. And he did not disappoint. I mean, the Genesis, you know, this intro was crazy. Curse with Kirk Knight was cool. Kill Us All was the first single. Very political, but fucking dope nonetheless. Get Lit or Die Try was crazy. On God with A-Track and Freddie Gibbs. Damn. Him and Freddie Gibbs went at it on here. The MoMA with Black Thought. Proud of You was dope. Man, Lost Souls with Busta Rhymes and Denzel Curry. Denzel Curry should have rapped like that on his own goddamn album. Shit. But Busta kind of killed Michi and Denzel at the end, though. Black Magic was dope. Yeah, man. Gothic Luxury. Definitely suggest that you check it out. Number 61. Who would have thought that this classic legend would drop an album in 2022? This shit definitely caught me off, off guard when I first heard that he was dropping. Number 61, Babyface Girls Night Out. Now, this, this serves as somewhat of a collaboration album more so than a Babyface album. It's more like a Babyface Presents Girls Night Out because he's doing multiple duets with women in this industry, you know? I mean, Ari Lennox is on here, Kaylani, LMA, Queen Najee, Coco Jones, Deanna Major 9, Tink, Baby Tate, Booty Long, Seven Streeter. Like, this album was cold. I'm not going to front. Like, Liquor with Ari Lennox is the joint. Keeps on following with Ella May was dope. Like, Simple with Coco Jones was, was pretty cool. The Recipe with Mooney Long. Man. Don't even think about it. Like, Babyface even sampled himself on the album. Which was pretty cool. Number 60. Oh, boy. This guy was annoying as fuck the whole year. Because he kept pushing his album back. And then, you know, he was supposed to drop this highly anticipated Eminem disc record. Number 60, The Game, Drillmatic, Heart versus Mind. Now, a lot of people, this album got mixed reviews. Now, I call this an album full of highs and lows. I mean, Easy with Kanye West is incredible. Burning Checks with Fabio Foreign was actually surprisingly good. I was shocked about how good this is because y'all all know I hate New York Drill. I fucking hate it. But this was a drill attempt that worked. But he tried, with the game being a West Coast rapper, trying New York drill more than once on the album. It was like, okay, nigga, I know what you're doing. Home Invasion. Game was rapping his ass off on there. Change the game with Ty Dolla Sign should have not been included on this album. This was a poor attempt at Change the Game. How far I came with Roddy Rich was really good. 
No Smoke at the Polo Lounge was fire. No Man Falls with 2 Chains and Pushing Teeth almost made my top 100. But this is one of my favorite songs on here. Chrome Slugs in Harmony, shockingly G Herbo had a dope verse. Start From Scratch 2 was disappointing. Fortunate is my shit. I think that almost made the list as well. I'm so fortunate. Tried to drink champ, she norried it. That's my shit. Um, Talk To Me Nice with Blast Meat Mill and Moneybag Yo was dope. Money Cash Clothes with ASAP Rocky was dope. Killers with Cameron was the biggest disappointment because it was horrible. It was probably the, one of the top five worst songs released in 2022, hands down. Black Slim Shady was trash. And I mean ass, like a dog's ass. Like, this is your diss record? I was expecting the funeral, the game. Game has been the owner of some of the raps, rap games, best dis, dis records, this this records, and shit, crossed it. but y'all know what the fuck I'm trying to say, like this nigga, uh, you know, 300 bars, and fucking ghost unit, and all that other shit, to this, this was the worst, this is probably one of the this is probably just as bad as Meek Mill wanna know. This is hot garbage. Probably the worst song of 2022, in my opinion. But he bounced back with Stupid with Big Sean. Stupid with Big Sean, definitely one of my favorite songs, for sure. Save the best for last, Rick Ross. I guess they took the Nipsey song off of here. Understandable. Black Sam didn't want anything Nipsey related to uh, WAP 100 who shits on Nipsey every chance he gets. Universal Love with Chris Brown, Cassie, and Chloe had a pause moment on there, man. That's all I'm going to say on that. But Drillmatic Heart vs. Mind would have been a classic album if... Maybe 10 songs was just eliminated off this album. And then they took... It was 30 fucking songs on here. They took some of the songs off. But if this, the album had 16 tracks, 16 of the best songs, we would have had a classic album. Because Game is capable of it. Number 59. Lloyd Banks, The Course of the Inevitable 2. Now, it's not better than the original Course of the Inevitable. But it's still a worthy project and really completely lyrical. It is lyrical as fuck. Like, the Course of the Inevitable 2... It's really, really good. Like, Impact and No Reward, those two songs just was, ooh, this was prime Lloyd Banks. Menace with Conway was cool. Living Proof with Benny. I was surprised that Power Steering was kind of disappointing. Don't Switch with Yayo was crazy. Fell in Love is my favorite song on there. Traffic with Votto and Dave East. 
Insane. Number 58. Burner Boy. Love Damani. Now, Burner Boy is one of the hottest artists in the game. I mean, I liked a lot of these songs from Whiskey to Kila Mitre. Uh, Las Las. Man, that record is dope as fuck. Um, Solid with Blasting Kehlani, Vanilla. Like, this album was cool. I definitely enjoyed it from top to bottom. Number 57. Young Blue Tantra. Now, this is one of the most surprising projects of 2022. Like, Tantra is borderline a classic album to me. Because it came out of nowhere and it surprised me. Like, especially the DMX sample, What Type of Games... Now, Drake, this is how you use a DMX sample, nigga. Because he tried that bullshit with that weak-ass song. Uh, what's the name of that weak-ass song that was on Views that sampled DMX? I forget the name of it. But y'all know. Um, One of those nights with Fabio Form. Amazing. Fuck her face. Oh, that's, that's, that's my joint right there. Love in the way Nicki Minaj killed that shit. Freak Freak with Kelly Rowland. Like Life Worth Living with French Montana. Definitely one of my favorite songs released this year. Your Love is Dangerous was cool. Feel It Inside with Ty Dolla Sign. Soul Child with Wheezy F. Walk Through the Fire with Neo. Young Blue and Neo need to make an album together. That would be really fucking dope. But Tantra, definitely one of the more surprising projects. Number 56, Ella May, Heart on My Sleeve. Now, she had to do everything in her power to survive the sophomore slump. Because Ella May is a really dope artist. dope artist man and heart on my sleeve wasn't better than the uh her self-titled debut album but it's a formidable second album and a respectable second album i mean not another love song incredible didn't say with lotto decent collab how with roddy rich and kirk motherfucking franklin Man, this song pulled at the Howard Strings. Got to see her perform the record this year. Don't Fuck Me Up was cool. A Mess With Lucky Day. Fire Feels Like. Power of a Woman was dope. I think the track that I'm thinking about is Feels Like. Super incredible. Like, I really love Heart on My Sleeve by Elemato. Aw, shit. Number 55. This shit here, my nigga. 
hear this shit, nigga. This group is one of the best groups in the game. One of the best rosters in the game. This is like the 2022 Warriors out this bitch. Number 55, Dreamville and DJ Drama present D-Day, a Gangsta Grills mixtape. D-Day was crazy, like stick, pause with Kitty Mason and Shaq West, Jid and Cole. I had to rank that song. Ghetto Gods Freestyle with Earth Gang and 2 Chains. Crazy. Like, Coming Down with Ari was dope. Barry from Simpson. Everybody Ain't Shit with Dream with, with Earth Gang. Heaven's EP, J. Cole. Crazy. Freedom of Speech by J. Cole. I wish it could have been just a little tiny bit more collaboration. And, I mean, Light Wine with Luke was crazy. Like, this shit was fucking fire. Number 54. Oh, boy. They about to chase me out the building. They about to chase me out the building, man. I'm about to have a whole bunch of emojis in my uh <laughs> in my inbox. Number 54, Beyonce Renaissance. Now Beyonce came out of nowhere with this release. I mean, I'm that girl. <sighs> Dope as fuck. I think a Y'all not gonna like this. Alien Superstar is overrated as fuck. I said it. Good song, though. But y'all taking that shit too far. Cuff It. I understand why this record hit because this is Beyonce. This is her sound. And she has her particular crowd that she caters to. Energy Feature and Beam. This was dope as hell. It was so dope that it made me check out Beam's album. And unfortunately, that album did not make this list. And I enjoyed that project as well. Break My Soul. This song was overrated as fuck, too. But Church Girl. Rah. Rah. I'm surprised this shit not hitting I am hella surprised that that shit, because Cuff It is bigger than Church Girl, and I don't think that should be. Plastic off the sofa. It's dope to have Sid, like, as a writer, for sure. Virgo's Groove was my shit. Thick was dope as hell. Pure Honey was dope as hell. Summer Renaissance was solid. Like, this is a really good project. Not a classic album by any means, but close. I'm going to be honest. I don't know where I would rank Renaissance right now 
amongst Beyonce's collection. I think I probably um, said that during the review on where I rank Renaissance. Let's move on. Number 53. This guy, I don't understand, like, why he isn't at least, like, on a T. Grizzly, Dave East type level. What I mean by that is, like, recognizable. Like, this dude should have blew the fuck up, in my opinion. Number 53, Sci High the Prince, he got the EP. Like, Sci High still got it. Sci High still got it. Sci High still got it. Just period, point blank. I mean, this is a four pack. I do understand. Extra Help Me God Slide Tears with Jacquees was fire. Help Me God was dope. Extra was dope. Slide was even fire too. I forgot about how dope Slide was. But this EP definitely stands and sticks out as one of the better projects released in 2022. Number 52 is yet another EP from Dreamville Artist Box. Rapper Boss is definitely somebody I think that is underrated. Yeah, Bump Pick Me Up EP was full of joints. I was disappointed that he didn't drop an album, though, because of how the Jackie sizzled through the underground. Like, Jackie is like a cult hit that features uh, New York rapper Little TJ. The others with Boston, Ari Lennox was dope. Admire Her with Boston Gunner was dope. Eyes on You with Galamatias or Galamatis. Man, I can't pronounce that name, but fuck it. Y'all can tell me, like, in my comments or whatever it takes may be. But, um, Bump Pick Me Up EP is a hell of a four pass. All four records are dope. Definitely worthy. Number 51. I view this guy as another underrated talent. Man, this is a, a pretty dope 10 pack, 10 track album. Gucci Mama was crazy. Ghetto 24 with Tanache was dope. Wait Too Long with Blast. That's a dope-ass collab. And then he put a sequel to Black on here. Yeah, because his most popular single is Black featuring ASAP Ferg. A lot of y'all remember that song, but y'all might not remember Buddy. High School Crush was corny. Wasn't feeling that shit. Coolest Things with Ari Lennox was cool. Bad News was... Kind of corny as well. Super Ghetto was dope. 
Ain't Fair was really good. I definitely um, enjoyed Super Ghetto by Bunny. Number 50. Now we have entered the infamous top 50. Number 50. Neo Self-Explanatory. This was an album that I wasn't too sure about. But once I got a chance to listen to it, I wasn't really disappointed. I was actually shocked by how good this album was, but Neo doesn't drop trash albums, though. I haven't heard a Neo album where I was like, that's not it. Laying low, you know, the the blast sound-biting song. You Got the Body was dope. After Party was crazy. You to Love with Jeremiah was a big record. Stay Down with Young Blue was crazy. Both parts of that. Um, Proud of You was cool. Call Me Up, man, is completely disrespectful as Neo pays, pays homage to the Sneaky Links. Number 49, Conway the Machine and Big Ghost LTD, what has been blessed cannot be cursed. Man, Conway the Machine is out of control. And, you know, longtime collaborator Big Ghost who's been doing their music since 2015. I mean, my favorite record on here was Yo Bitch Chose Me. That was fire. Scared to Death with Method Man was dope. Sunday Sermon with Jay Skees was dope. Bodie Brodus was dope. Like, this was a pretty good 10-pack release. Number 48, Black Soprano Family, Long Live DJ Shaq. Shout out to Benny the Butcher, man, for paying homage to the dude that is responsible for his career and many of the uh, Griselda careers. I mean, Long Live DJ Shaq was dope. At first, I wasn't big fans of BSF, but they have turned over a new lead, but man, long live DJ Shea got some bangers on here. Um, the intro with Fuego Bass and West Side Go was solid. Fuego kicked a decent low verse. <laughs> but, um... Um, Shay Face could have been a little bit better. Not gonna lie. Um, Pandemic Flow. Oh my god, bro. Like, Conway, Corey Guns, and Ricky Hyde went nuts on here. 
Bastard Child was a pretty good song. Times is Rough with Benny Heem and Ricky Hyde, bro. Whoa. Primo killed that. Lilo with El Camino, Love Luciano, and Crazy Bone was sick. Bigger BSF. Man, that was a huge snub from the top 100 because I forgot about this song. Like, Bigger BSF with Armani Caesar, Benny, Heem, and Ricky Hyde was insane. And then you got Mr. Pyrex, man, the Benny solo to close it out. I mean, Long Live DJ Shay was a very solid project by the Black Soprano family. Number 47. One of the Rookie of the Year candidates. Simba, results take time at number 47. Man, Simba is dope. We all know this, but we got a full-length project to judge here. So, Never End Up Broke Part 2. Produced by Dr. Dre was insane. We got Pusha on a Dre beat. Never change with Roddy Rich. I love this shit. Street Nigga, even though it's my least favorite, still a dope record. Can't win for nothing. Man, I love that song. Trust issues, dope. Goat. Man, Goat is one of the uh better songs on this project. Pop out with two chains. Find a way. Soul ties. Like, this is a complete project. And results take time. Turned out to be great results to me. Number 46. This band had... A project already previously on the list and this was, was the sequel to the project number 46 Sayari the Kid The Shadow in the Shade 2 man look man I'm telling you This album was nuts. This was even better. You saw how highly I talked about Shadow in the Shade 1. And I think Shadow in the Shade 2 is much better. But the first three songs, Autobiography, True Facts, and Yard Sale, Sayari the Kid went crazy. He went, he was destructive with the lyrics and the wordplay, bro. Struggling to struggle with Freeway was cool. The Pride Before the Fall. Rico. Oh, man. Incredible. The Rules of Engagement got a line in there a lot of people would not like. But I love that line. I think he said something to the degree of B-E-T- I let my son watch it, but it got too many gay commercials. I was like, yo, did he just say that shit? <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> yo, this nigga, this nigga, uh, 
with 2000 Eminem on them. Chicken flavor ramen noodles was dope. Somewhere on Norfolk Street with the uh, late great trouble. Spar with an open burst was a very good concept. I like that. Those finyad, those be the Naya fire. Yeah, the shadow in the shade too by Sa'ari the Kid. I suggest a lot of y'all please listen to that album. If you like bars, if you like wordplay, if you like traditional hip hop, please get into that. Number forty-five. A lot of y'all didn't even know. A lot of y'all didn't know this nigga dropped this year. Yes, nigga, he dropped. And he ended up dropping a really dope project. Not necessarily his best project. What a very good album, nonetheless. Number 45, Big Crit Digital Roses Never Die. Man. Oh, Digital Roses Don't Die. I stand corrected. Man, Big Crit is the most underrated rapper from the 2010s generation. I think none of his projects really broke through mainstream and didn't get the proper push it deserved. And I think this is why he left Def Jam, because none of the, the albums broke through commercially, despite him putting out very great albums and classic albums along the way. Such as Forever is a Mighty Long Time. But this album was really good, man. It's just vintage Big Crit. Big Crit over Big Crit production. I mean, roll clean. Out of here. And one of my favorite songs this year. How are you so cool? Like, so cool is so fucking dope. Even though I didn't include it in my top 100, it's one of my favorites, though, personally. Wet Lashes and Shot Glasses, dope. Like, it's over now. It's one of my favorites. Come off the play. South Side of the Moon. Big Crit dropped a hella good project this year. Number 44 is a better rent. Worked with all the big artists, all the champions, and I view him as the people's champion. Number 44, Bun B and Corey Moe with Mo Trill. Corey Moe produced the whole entire album. I thought he was rapping on here, but he never rapped on here. It was the features for me. Like, this album had so many features on it. My queen with 2 Chainz, CeeLo, and Wale was out of here. This world with Big Crit, Raheem Devon, and Trader Truth, crazy. The Ghetto with Zero. Theme song with Benny the Butcher is one of the most underrated songs of 2022. Man, please listen to that song. You'll love it. Feel Good with Devin the Dude, crazy. Deuces in the Wind with Larry June was fired. Like, Mo Trill, dope production. Bun B is at his best. Nothing more that you could ask for. 
Number 43, this album caused a lot of controversy. This ended up being one of the craziest Twitter meltdowns that I've ever seen coming from this album. Number 43, Crooked Eye and Joel Ortiz with The Rise and Fall of Slaughterhouse. The Rise and Fall of Slaughterhouse it's controversial, but I happen to enjoy this album. This is great lyrical execution. I mean, vacancy is incredible. Backstage is incredible. I didn't like Ain't Nobody Mad and Fuck Glass House, but other than that, this album is dope. Look, Mama, Almighty, man, that gives you 2000s Dipset Rockefeller vibes. Like, Coasting was cool. Sorry was a great apology to the fans that wanted to hear another Slaughterhouse project. Very dope project. Number 42. Yo Gotti. CM10 free game side A. Man, side A had a lot of bangers on it. Like we can go down the uh we can go down the line here. Shoot off part four. I'ma show you dollar for dollar. Ya big rap check. Cold gangster. Like this album was dope, man. I think this may be one of the four best Yo Gotti albums. Because Yo Gotti got some heat in his discography. Don't sleep on Yo Gotti's discography. He got some heat in there. Number 41. I feel like she doesn't get enough attention. And I think there's a reason behind that. She might have been blackballed. But standing beside Hitmaker, she delivers here with this new album. Number 41, Tink Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk. Very well-rounded R&B album. I love this album. Goofy. Man, now that's a song where, you know, it's about getting digmatized, basically. Cater with 2 Chains, good uh, sample of Cater to You by uh, Destiny's Child. Mine with Mooney Long, okay cover to The Boy Is Mine. Throwback was cool. News with Russ was fire. Come in too was dope. Balance was dope. Ooh, trifling was with Fab was cool. 25 Reasons interlude should have been a song. Come see me with Tussie was cold. 
Pillow Talk, definitely a solid album. Number 40. Oh, man. Oh, man. Dog-ass niggas. Get your buffs and sticks on for this. Nah, this is not a Detroit artist, but this album... Yo, man. I'm starting to think, like, number 40 is low for this motherfucker. Because I love this album so much. Number 40, Tory Lane, Sorry For What. Them first three records, Sorry For What, Slash, LV Belt, Bad Bitches Work At Taboo, and Where To Start. Amazing. Sex Songs was pretty solid. Hennessy Memories was cool. Not Tricking Black Keys. Talked about this last week. Definitely a fire song, not tricking black keys, man. Fire. You don't see slash Iggy Del Dia. Insane. This ain't working. Decent tribute to Lauren Hill Zion. Um Hurting Me was okay. Why did I? Should be a hit record for sure. No more parties in LA. Man, I really should have ranked this song in the top 100 songs, man. I really should have uh, ranked this shit. Like, No More Parties in L.A. is one of the more creative songs that I've heard this year. Anymore slash fuckboy intentions. Fuckboy intentions side of that song. Dog. Rare L. Roll call with A Boogie. Like Albany Bahamas. The big. This whole album. This is a 20 track album. You don't expect 20 track albums. To be so entertaining. But sorry for what. This is Tory Lane's best work. In my opinion, I even put this above the new Toronto three and that album was incredible. Tory Lanez has a good body of work. I didn't believe in him at first, but after this, I'll never doubt Tory Lanez again as an artist. Number 39. I view this artist as another underrated talent. He's well-rounded. He's gifted as far as, like, soul, rap. He's very experimental. Number 39, Smino, Love for Rent. I mean, I fuck with no L's. 90 Proof with Cole was dope. Pro Freak featuring Dolce and Fat Man Scoop. Fire. Old ass Kendrick, dope. Luforia, dope. Blue Billy, dope. Like a lot of these songs on here was fire. Now my favorite record by far is Pudgy with Lil Uzi Vert. Lil Uzi Vert kind of bodied Smino on this song. Garden Lady was cool. The Fibrillator was cool. Curtains was 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 cool. I definitely enjoyed Love for Rent by Smino. 
This is probably maybe his second best album to me. Number 38. Now this is real R&B. All y'all motherfuckers complaining about how there's no real R&B. Boo-hoo-hoo, where's the R&B? This is that when you hear this album, nigga, you ain't gonna complain no more. You're gonna shut the fuck up, bitch. Number 38, Division Working On My Karma. This album is mostly produced by Jermaine Dupri in 1985. Like, this whole album is sick. I tell you, sick. Bring It is dope. If I get caught, stay faithful. What's up? Hating is dope. Take It Slow is fire. How they sample John Legend on here. Get even is crazy. Daniel's interlude is fire. This only 12. Don't take your love. Like policy. Like all of these songs are so good. It's only 12 tracks. Yeah, man. This is straight RB, straight RB, straight RB. Number 37. This guy has had a hell of a year. An underrated year at that. Number 37, Dave East. How did I get here? How did I get here was pretty dope. I'm not complaining. Like, I love Dave East. One of my favorite artists. I mean, Deeper Than Love with Music Soul Child. After Taxes was dope. John Lennon with Anthony Hamilton. Crash Out with Trade of Truth was fire. Don't Let Me Down with Benny the Butcher. Gregory Hines. I mean, it's a nine-track album, but this was this was pretty cool. Definitely enjoyed it. Unbelievable with meth. That's crazy that Dave East and meth are on the same song and shit. Number 36 came to me as a surprise. I wasn't expecting this from him. But he had been releasing music over the last few years. Like he, it's not like he went anywhere. You know, he's a hip hop veteran, definitely a legend, definitely a legend. Number thirty six, Cameron and Eight Track. You wasn't there, man. This nine track offering is crazy. But, man, this is my city. Cam is just... Cameron is Cameron. He's a special dude. Ghetto Prophets with Conway. I'm surprised Conway didn't kick a verse. I'm shocked about that. You would have thought Conway would have hopped on some shit like that. Dipset Acrylics with Mr. Vegas. Dope as fuck. Definitely my favorite song on it. Well, actually, my second favorite song. We'll get to my favorite joint. Dame Dash is talking shit throughout this whole project. Cheers was solid. Think Boy. Think Boy. Think Boy is my shit. 
boy is fucking hard, bro. With Styles P and Jim Jones, everybody kills on him. Dipshits with Joel Santana was fired. Yeah, you wasn't there, man. Killer Cam is a legend. And that is all. Number 35. Boldy James and Real Batman Killing Nothing. Boldy James released two projects this year. And this one happened to be the best one. Killing Nothing was a wild project, man. Like 130 bands. Game time. Ain't no band Jovi. The title track. Open door where Rome Streets and Stove God cooks. I just want to throw some shit. I just want to kick some shit over every time I fucking hear that song. Number 34. Man, we had a lot of posthumous albums this year. And this ain't no different. But this guy is hella underrated in rap history. Definitely a top 100 rapper. Number 34, Fife Dog Forever. Now, whoever put this album together, they definitely captured the essence of what Fife Dog was to rap. And he was the underdog. And he was raw. And he brought the streets to a tribe called Quest. I mean, only a coward was cool. Fall back with Rhapsody. I expected a little bit more from Rhapsody on that song. Nutshell Part 2 with Buster Rhymes and Red Man. The original Nutshell was crazy enough, but with Busta and Red Man on it, they elevated the fuck out of this song. Like, please listen to this song. If you don't want to listen to the rest of it, that's fine, but this is one I suggest if you're a hip-hop head. Sorry featuring Be, Be Rich. I love this song, man. This samples uh Where I Want to Be. By Donnell Jones. I love it. Dear Dilla with Q-Tip. Man, this is just capturing the essence of how pivotal a Tribe Called Quest has been to rap. Wild Factor, Pipe Dog is just giving props to all the rappers that he fucked with. Fresh Kiss Twa with Illa J and Red Man was fucking crazy. To live forever with little brother and and De La Soul, crazy. Forever was fire. Like this whole entire project, I don't think this motherfucker got any skips. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna sit there and cap. This ain't got no motherfucking skips. Let's move on to number thirty-three. This album was overlooked. I mean, this dude fake retirement and shit. I knew he wasn't going to retire. Number 33, Logic, Vinyl Days. Now, this nigga took it back to to the freestyle days, you know? I mean, people still freestyling, but I'm talking about, like, when freestyling on the radio was a trend. And Logic 
Oh, yeah. Number 33, Logic Vinyl Days, right? Logic recruited Funk Masters Flex to hype him up throughout the album, even though I think Funk Master Flex is a piece of shit. But doesn't deter the quality of this album. Like in my lifetime with Action Bronson, Black White Boy was nuts. Bleed it was dope. Clouds with currency was crazy. Wow, Logic and Russ collaborated. The two corniest rappers ever. Rogue One was stupid. Ten years with Royce the Five Nine was crazy. I forgot it was thirty tracks on here. I guess I love it with Game. Game kind of kind of got Logic going there. Vinyl Days with Primo was crazy. Carnival with A Z Man. Quarter One with RZA as Logic and RZA attack. Bring the ruckus. Like. Vinyl Days is definitely an underrated 2000. You know, this dude is incredible. Of 2022, I'm sorry. Number 32. Number 32 came out of nowhere. The Isley Brothers Make me say it again girl Man They remixed their hit song With this same title with Beyonce This year This shit was out of here But this whole project I ain't gonna lie This might not have any skips on here Family This may not have no skips B Like we're in the top 40 right now and I'm, t- I'm talking about albums with possible no skips. But nigga, The Plug with 2 Chains, Long Voyage Home, Sexy Face. Like, the Isley Brothers still know how to make love making music. Great Escape with Trey Songs. Trey Songs did not mess up this time. Keys to my mind with Quavo and Takeoff, man. Man, Takeoff got to collapse with legends. The remake of There Will Never Be with Elder Barge. Oh my God. Incredible. Consolidate. Creative song. Right way. Friends and family. And then my personal favorite. Some of the richest niggas that you ever heard. Some of the richest niggas that you ever see. Yo, who the fuck would have thought that this nigga Ron Isley would be talking this fucking spicy? Number 31. This is another group. Like, a lot of these motherfuckers came out of nowhere this year and dropped albums. Now, this group has not dropped an album since 1998. We've been anticipating this, well, 1999, I'm sorry. 
Respiration was 1999. My bad. Number 31, Black Star, No Fear of Time. Most deaf and Talib Kweli teaming back up for the uh, 2022 was refreshing. It's refreshing to hear most deaf rap again. And not doing the Umi says on every fucking song. But, man. I mean, you gotta love most in Talib, man. I mean, OG, them niggas went hard. So big, them niggas went crazy. Sweetheart, sweetheart, sweet eye. Dope. These niggas had Black Thought on here twice. You know, I got the bonus edition with the extra songs. I was blessed. The frequency with Black Thought. Insane. They both had solos as well. Supreme Alchemy was crazy. The main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. Fire. Like, I mean, what more can I say? No Fear of Time by Black Star was definitely worth the wait. Number 30. Man. A lot of people were disappointed in this album, and I don't understand why. Um, I enjoyed it. I don't know about everybody else. But number 30. We're in the top 30 now. The weekend, Dawn FM. I mean, what more can I say? <laughs> like, how do I make you love me? Take my breath. Out of time is my shit. I gotta play that song a little bit more. I gotta put that into my uh if it's not in there, but that shit don't come on enough. What the fuck be going on? Here we go again with Tyler, the creator. I heard you're married. I mean, this album isn't that bad. It's just that it's not a classic album. And, you know, you expect nothing but classics from the weekend. So I can understand why so many people were not feeling it. But I was. And I definitely think that this project is worthy of its position. Pause. Number 29. Again, this is probably the most hard-working man in show business right now. This dude dropped this album a little bit earlier this year. I don't even know how many albums he has in total. Because if we were to go like down the line, we would never end. So number 29, Snoop Dogg, Back on Death Row. And it is, oh, this is 19th album. God damn! Snoop got 19 albums out? But then again, E-40 has about 30 plus. So, that's still not bad. Still Smoking pretty much is like the chronic intro redone and updated. Gunsmoke was dope. Coming Back is one of my favorite songs. I think that was a killer that was like one of the last songs eliminated on the top 100. Coming back is fucking fire. 
sandwich bag. I wasn't feeling this shit. Conflicted with Nas, though. Oh, man. Incredible Hit Boy production. Gotta keep pushing with Sleepy Brown and T.I. Just Blackberry Molasses. Sample. House I built. Hit Boy been killing the game this year. Outside the box with Nate Dog. We got another Nate Dog. How many more Nate Dog songs does Snoop Dog have that we don't know about? Because one pops up all the fucking time. Jersey and the Raptors with Game. Crazy. It's in the air with Uncle Murder. Man. Get this dick with Lil Duval in October London. on death row is a classic <laughs> i'm not gonna hold y'all which leaves me to number 28 man listen this is the best collaboration project soundtrack released in 2022 this was a dope mixtape. But and I know Number 28, Snoop Dogg presents Death Row Summer 2022. This project is fire. It has multiple genres. And man, I enjoyed every bit of it. I don't think it's probably like maybe one skip on here. One skip. But keep on riding with Butch Cassidy and, and, and Dog Pound. Yo, fire. Snoop's not even on all of these songs. That's the killer. Bad by the East Siders. We got the East Siders rapping on a Hit Boy beat in 2022. <laughs> Life is good. <laughs> Shit. Touch away with October London. Very funky. Very West Coast. Bron and Bronny is my least favorite song on here. It's the only mid-pack that's on this album. Though. Everybody watching with Raphael, Sadiq, and Miguel. <sighs> Man. Hell of a collaboration. Mulholland Drive with October London and Latoya Williams. Crazy. Madman's World by Jane Hancock was solid. World Go Round with Uncle Chuck. Let me tell you something, man. This nigga Uncle Chuck is sounding like he came out in 1965 on Motown and some shit. Whoopie whoop with the dog pound rock. Whoopie whoop is fucking fire. Real West Coast music right there. Like, I can't wait till the inmates drop, man. This is. I'm definitely getting the next dog pound release. I think they're coming out with an album called DP. If it ain't already out, if it is, damn. I missed it. Higher Power with 84 Faces. 
Um, 84 Faces was killing. I don't know if this is a group. I don't know exactly. Because it's a dude that comes on and raps on there that kind of like fucks the whole song up. But not enough for it to be like Vila Camingo with October London. Like, yo, when, when the fuck is October London dropping an album if he doesn't have one out? Because, matter of fact, I'm going to research that shit when I get up out of here. Verbalize with Stokely from fucking Mid Condition. Wait a minute, baby, with Raphael Sadiq, J Black, and October London. Probably, arguably, the best song on here. And I don't even know what's the best song on here, to be honest with you. Such an incredible project. Death Row Summer 2022. Number 27. Now, if not for Death Row Summer, this this is definitely going to be in the mixtape of the year conversation for next year, though. Number 27. Jeezy and DJ Drama presents Snowfall. Mixtape Jeezy is undefeated. I mean, from the intro, Snowfall, the bruh, the street cred, the colors, the Michael Jackson, Jeezy, to I ain't gonna hold you to put the mix down, King's Crown, Grammy, my accountant, Big Snow, Psh, Scarface with ESTG, the sequel to uh, the realist. Like, God damn. Jeezy, mixtape Jeezy came back with a vengeance. Number 26. She came back with a vengeance as well. But her discography is becoming to the point where it's damn near untouchable. Number 26, Mary J. Blige. Good morning, gorgeous. Yo, the original and the deluxe edition is fire. I mean, Rent Money with Dave East. Gone Forever with Remy. Amazing is definitely one of my favorite songs on there. The title track, of course, Good Morning Gorgeous, Come See About Me. I like the version with Fabulous better than the original. On top with Fabio Foreign. Even though it's a drill record, I accepted it. Because they sampled uh, Who Run It. And MJB and Fabio do their thing on here. Tough Love with Moneybag Yo was a big surprise. Need Love with Usher. Running with Neo, the remix to Good Morning Gorgeous with her. Rent Money remix with Griselda and Kiss. This album is complete. This is a classic album. I'm not going to hold y'all. Hands down. Well, we're in the top 25 now. Last game of the year, Brett. Can't hold back now. (laughs) Number 25. She is definitely one of the, I don't know, man. Pound for pound, she is probably one or two of the best females in rap right now. Number 25, Armani Caesar, The Liz 2. Now, The Liz 1 was dope. 
But this one may be knocking on the door. It could be knocking on the door of a classic album. I don't know. I, she, she didn't come through with the battle ram, but she knocking. Knocking hard. Like Smokey when he was trying to take a shit. I mean, Paula Dean with Westside Gun. Diana with Kodak Black. You know I had to rank that motherfucker. That's a bad motherfucker right there. Mel Gibson was... Money Caesar go crazy. $100 hiccup with Benny and Stole God. Survival of the Littest. Queen City. Liz Claymore wanted to. Method Berry was fire. Big Moo El Piro with Conway. Psych with Beat King. The list two is a complete album. From top to bottom. Number 24. This was a surprise. This was a surprise. Because, I mean, I know those two, these two, it's cool, but I didn't expect a whole album from these guys. Number 24, Jim Jones and Mano, The Lobby Boys. Man, Jim and Mano surprised me. I mean, I know these two are hip-hop veterans, and they have matured over the years. You know, Mano's been out technically since 2005, but he broke through commercially in 2009. Jim Jones been in the game since the 90s, so we already know what time it is with the Lobby Boys. Man, praying with Benny the Butcher. Slide with Fabio Ford. Banger. Like I said, I may hate New York Drill, but if I hear a good drill record, I will tell you. Slide is a good one. Babysitter with Young Blue. That had hit potential. No Bobby B. Featuring Fabulous. Incredible. King of the City. Dope. Die Young, crazy. BK and Harlem, never take me alive. This album is super fucking real New York rap. All these New York motherfuckers taking that UK grime sound and doing that bullshit drill music. I don't care for it too much. Like, I prefer the traditional New York sound. But I enjoyed the Lobby Boys. This is what New York rap is supposed to sound like. Number 23. This is an EP. This is pretty much like the deluxe version of this album. But I went ahead and donned it as an EP. Number 23. Jasmine Sullivan, Hotels, Motels, the EP. And man, this album is really good. I mean, Jasmine Sullivan is a great singer. And vocally, not many can touch her. 
past and present. Hurt me so good. Best pussy in the world. Selfish. Roster. These are tragic. These are really good songs. Number 22 is yet another EP. A surprise EP at that. And this was released the week before her album came out. Number 22, Ari Lennox Away Message EP. Away Message got some bangers. Like, that's crazy that these songs were left off the album, with the exception of Queen Space, which ended up making the album. But Tatted, Gummy, No Set Lane, and Bitter are amazing songs. No skip meter, no skip meter, no skip meter. Number 21. I believe she came out with her debut album last year. And her debut is incredible. And the incredibleness continues on her EP. Number 21. Joyce Rice Motive EP. Joyce Rice makes some really good music. She has a very great voice. Definitely built for a commercial. I mean, Ice T is so fucking fire by Joyce Rice. God damn. Fucking spit. Looking for you. Bittersweet goodbyes and pace yourself. This was another high-powered five-track pack right here. Speaking of five-track packs, the EPs continue with number 20, DJ Premier, Hip Hop 50, Volume 1. Man, this is incredible. All five of these songs are dope as hell. I mean, you got Joey Badass. You got Nah. You got a track with Remy Ma and Rhapsody on it, motherfucker. You got a track with Lil Wayne and Slick Rick in a Nas solo. In a Joey Badass solo. This is incredible. Number 19. A mixtape. This was released before his... Uh, I don't know what the... I, I mean, this is pretty much his debut album for real. His debut studio album because most of his albums have been released independently. Number 19. Conway the Machine. Greetings, Earthlings mixtape. Yes, this is the third album that's on his list, goddammit. I mean, tell your greatest artist to drop four projects, and maybe, just maybe, three of them can make it. Well, Greetings, Earthlings by Conway the Machine. He drops dope-ass freestyles to popular records, such as uh, 
devil in a new dress, family ties, Kanye jail, seeing green, hot. Yo, that hot, that freestyle to Young Thug hot, bro. Conway sauteed that bitch. Then the family ties. And then True Bethel with two chains. Then he included the single John Woo Flick. And then Piano Love, which is uh ended up being on his uh main album release. Number 18. This group is insane, man. They're underrated as fuck. They are also signed to the Dreamville umbrella. Number 18, Earth Gang, Ghetto Gods. Oh, man. Like, Ghetto Gods was underrated as hell. This is a really good album. Borderline classic, but I can't necessarily say it's a classic. But still dope. Billy with Future. Oh, man. Water Boys with G and J. Cole. My God. Amen with music. Not only did they sample music, but they featured the real music on here. Sweet. All Eyes on Me was fire. Black Pearls with Baby Tate was crazy. Power with with CeeLo, spoke some, run to, strong friends, smoke some, man, this is a very dope ass album, man, from top to bottom, number 17, I feel like for real, this is a very overlooked album this year, nope, I don't think enough people... Enough people talked about it when it came out, but then when it took a back seat to other albums, then they stopped talking about it. Number 17, Corday from A Bird's Eye View. This album is incredible. Like, super. That boy Corday is spitting. Today with Gunna. That's my favorite song on here. C. Carter was dope. Sinister with Lil Wayne with the Hit Boy production, bro. Like. God damn. <laughs> That's all I can say. Corday and Lil Wayne fucked that whole song up in a good way. Chronicles with her and Lil Dirt. Cool. Champagne Glasses with Freddie Gibbs and Stevie Wonder was out of here. Parables Remix with Eminem. Westlake High. Like, gifted with Roddy Rich. Yo, Corday. Definitely. This album was definitely better than The Lost Boy. But not by much. The Lost Boy slapped. So, from a Bird's Eye View. Definitely one of the more slept, probably this is probably the most slept on album in 20, of 2022. I'm not even going to hold you. Number 16. This was another DJ drama mixtape. DJ drama went crazy with the mixtapes. 
have already named a few mixtapes already. And now I'm naming yet another one. Number 16, Dave Easton, DJ Drama, The Book of David. Dave East has had a crazy year. He's been very productive. He's been consistent. And he's a great rapper. Like, I love this album. Drama and Dave East really did their thing with this one. And East has been consistent for a while. I think he deserves some flowers. But man, heavy was crazy. Eyes can see, seen a lot with the little Kim sample. Trouble was dope. Ten Toes interlude, disrespectful. Yo, caught up promoters like the Book of David slap. Incredible project. Now we're into the top 15. Oh boy, man. This album here was made by one of the three best rappers in rap right now. Number 15. Benny the Butcher, Tana Talk 4. I mean, Johnny P's caddy speaks for itself. Like, you got two top three rappers on the same motherfucking song. Back two times. Featuring Stove God Cooks, Fire. Super Plug was okay. Weekends in the Paris with Boldy J. Oh my God. Then 10 more commandments with Diddy. Crazy. Tyson versus Ali. Then one of my favorites, Thawie's Revenge. Oh man, it's got that 5 to 50 bounce. Then you got Guerrero where Benny names all of the track names. Yeah, Tana Talk 4. This is a very dope album. Love it. Number 14. This isn't the, her debut project, but it's the debut project under this alias. She went by something else, but she never broke through commercially. But she rebranded and dropped what I view, what I view, y'all. This is a classic R&B album. I'm not going to hold you. I really love this shit. Number 14, Mooney Long, Public Displays of Affection, the album. I mean, Cartier, man. <laughs> yeah, she'd have been to Detroit before and fucked with some Detroit niggas before. Crack was fire. Ain't Easy was fire. Of course, the big hit, Hours and Hours, was man, incredible. Plot Twist was dope. Time Machine, Butterfly Effect. No Signal was definitely my second, well, it's probably, No Signal is probably my favorite record on here. 
already explained that last week. Baby Boo with Sweetie, although it's corny, it's definitely giving late 90s up-tempo R&B vibes. No R&B with Anne-Marie was dope. Public displays of affection in the album was definitely a top five R&B album released in, in 2022. Number 13. This dude dropped a crazy album. This dude been acting. He ain't been rapping. And he still put out Looking back at the track list, this might be a classic. I'd probably give it to him, though. Number 13, Joey Badass, 2000. The Baddest with Diddy, crazy. Where I Belong is dope. Brand new 9-11 with West Side Gun. Cruise Control. Zip Codes, One of Us with Larry June. Probably my favorite song on this album. Welcome back with Capella Gray and Chris Brown. Fire, show me. Another one of my favorites. Head High. Incredible record. Survivors get like this whole album is nuts from top to bottom. And speaking of classics, we got another one. Right at number 12, we got another one, ladies and gentlemen. Number 12, West Side Gun, Hitler Wears Her Man's 10. This album is fucking dope. Definitely a classic album. No disputes. I mean, we got Fly Guy Jr. with Doughboy, Shootouts in Soho with Stove and ASAP Rocky, Peppers with Blackstar. Oh, man. Definitely super fucking. I mean, you got uh, BDP with Rome Streets and Stove God Cooks. And in science class, bruh, you know I had to rank that top 100. Are you crazy right now? You got Buster Rhymes, Ghostface Killer, Raekwon, and Stove God Cooks on the same motherfucking song at the same motherfucking time. This is fucking incredible, bro. one of the best hip-hop songs I've heard in a very long time. Not even gonna hold you. Then you got switches on everything with Run the Jewels and, and, and Stove God. Crazy. Mac Don't Stop, the one that he got by himself. Insane. Super Kick Party was kind of dope, too. I forgot about that song. God damn. Then we got Red Death with Armani Caesar, Benny, Conway, Jay Worthy, Rome Street, Stove God. Another dope-ass posse cut. Man, West Side Gun 
Hitler wears Hermes 10 is a classic. Hands fucking down. Can't tell me nothing. Not a motherfucking thing. And this is a mixtape. Number 11. This guy's been consistent since his debut in 2002. But now, I believe this is his what? Fifth solo album? Let me double check just to make sure. Oh, it's his fourth studio album. My bad. All right, number 11, Pusha T, It's Almost Dry. It's almost a classic, but I felt like this was missing something. But it's a very cohesive project, and I definitely enjoyed it, but I look at it compared to his other work. I think My Name Is My Name is a classic. I think King Push is a classic. I think Daytona is a classic. But it's almost dry. I think it just misses it for me. Despite me having it number 11 on this list. But however, Brambleton. Fire. Let the smokers shine the coops. It seemed like Pusha T and his entire discography, including with his brother Malice, Pusha T and Malice have contributed many anthems to my life, okay? And Let the Smokers Shine the Coops is becoming yet another one. And Let the Smokers Shine the Coops is definitely an anthem to me. Dreaming of the Past with Kanye, pretty solid. Neck and wrist. I did, I wasn't feeling neck and wrist. I'm sorry. That was a uh, mid pack. Not trash though. It isn't trash, but listen, man. I wanted Drug Dealers Anonymous Part Two. Okay. They should have put that shit on here, just to soften the blow of how mid neck and wrist was. Just so you remember. Oh my God. Pusha T taking this shit to the rumble in the jungle. Sounded like motherfucking Muhammad Ali in this bitch. Diet Coke. Y'all see I ranked that song the number nine song of the year. This ain't no fucking bullshit. This ain't no shit to be fucked with or played with. Rock and roll, the last collaboration allegedly between... Kanye and Kid Cudi, fire. Call My Bluff was tough. Scrape It Off was okay. Hear Me Clearly, I love Hear Me Clearly. I Pray For You with, with Malice, fire. Open Air was dope. Like, It's Almost Dry is a very dope album. I'm not denying the potency. I just don't think it's like it measures up to the other three. This is just how good Pusha T really is. We have entered the top 10. I know half of y'all didn't pause this, cut this shit off. Like, look, man, I'm going on a good two hours. This is about to be two and a half hours long because I had to explain a hundred dope-ass albums because all these albums are fucking dope this year. 
but we're in the top 10. Number 10, this dude came into the game with a legendary album and has built up a legendary legacy. Number 10, Nas, King's Disease 3. The third album with Nas and Hit Boy. The fourth project overall. I mean, King's Disease 3 blows my mind. It blew me away, man. Man. Ghetto Reporter. Crazy. Thun. Legit. Oh, man. Y'all saw where I ranked legit? 30 summers. Crazy. Reminisce. Dope. Once a man, twice a child. Get light. First time. Till my last breath. Incredible. Yeah, man. Is it possible that all three King's diseases are classics? The third one, I'm not so sure. The other two, I know they're classic, for sure. And that Magic EP was crazy as well. Number nine. Okay. I stand corrected. I stand corrected when I said Corday from a bird's eye view was the most underrated project this year. I'm wrong again. See, I can take accountability for being wrong. But in this case, I should have slapped myself on the fucking head. I just did. But anyway, number nine. This was in the album of the year conversation. It didn't win, but it fought the good fight. Number nine, Lupe Fiasco, Drill Music, and Zion. Lupe is also a very consist- consistent artist. Like, for Lasers to be his weakest project, that serves of how good his music really is. I mean, from Gotti to Autobotto to Kiosk, which is insane. Miss Mural, Naomi, like, fuck on phone The title track. This is a 10-pack. Yeah, there's a lot of albums on here that's got 10 songs. But, hey, that's just right, though, for the low attention span. It don't take you that long to get through it. It's not a long, grueling process like that fucking Drillmatic album was. Or should I say Traumatic? But I love Drill Music and Zion. Lupe's lyrical ability is unmatched on a lot of these songs. Like, you gotta really listen to really understand where the fuck he's coming from and what he's saying. Some of it is very simple. It isn't even that complex. You'll catch it immediately if you know rap. Number eight. This was also in the album of the year conversation. 
Number eight, Yo Gotti, CM10, free game, side B. Side B is way better than side A. And side B is incredible. All of these songs are dope. Like Thinking Hours, crazy. If I ever thought crazy, strapped in Calabasas, palm trees in Memphis, just left the Hamptons, forever balling crypto, recession proof, stay your distance, free game, last run. I love last run. Last one, last run was probably my favorite out of this group. Yeah, side B only had the baby on it and Shinsia. That's what also made side B incredible. It only had like one rap feature. Number seven, man. Talk about R&B. This is another reason why R&B is not dead. Number seven, Lucky Day Candy Drip. Pause. Hella pause on that. But Candy Drip is a dope-ass album, man. Like God, Body with Smino, N.W.A. with Lil Dirt. Guess Fire, the title track for Candy Drip. Over the music Soul Child sample. Fucking sound. Ego used to be touch somebody interlude again yet another well-rounded R&B album from top to bottom number six oh man the well in this case four times is a charm Conway the machine God don't make mistakes. This is considered to be his debut studio album. And God Don't Make Mistakes did not disappoint as much as he held back this album. Well, actually, it's his second studio album. Uh, from a king to a god was his debut album. That makes sense. Lock and Low with Beanie Siegel. Man, it's messed up what happened to Beanie Siegel's voice. Tear Gas with Lil Wayne and Rick Ross does not disappoint. Piano Love, produced by The Alchemist. Crazy. Um, Wild Chapters with T.I. was dope. Guilty was dope. John Woo flit one of the best songs of 2022, Spray 80, the baby woke up. Chanel Pearls. Oh, my God. Incredible. Yeah, God don't make mistakes. I'm not sure if this is a classic. I would have to get back at you on that, on answering that question. But it's a very good album, though, by Conway the Machine. Number five, we are entered the top five. This kid surprised me with this one, but it was only one way to go, which was up. Number five, Jid, the Forever Story. 
If you're unfamiliar with who Jen is, he's a rapper signed to Dreamville. Man, J. Cole has one of the best rosters in rap or in music, maybe. With maybe Ari Lennox being different. But, um, man, the forever story was nuts. Dance Now is definitely one of my favorite joints on here. Probably my favorite. Radar. Radar. Jim went nuts. Can't talk me with Earth Game. Them three niggas went crazy on here. Surround Sound with 21 Savage and Baby Tate. Dope. Cody Group 31. Dope. Run of them with Lil Dirt. Solid. Sister in them. Fire can't make you change. With Ari, crazy. Stars with most death. Just in time with Lil Wayne. Solid. Man, the Forever Story was definitely a fun listen. Number four. Oh, man. This guy here, he pushed back this album a lot. And this is what happens when you take your time to actually record an album and go through it and actually, like... Take yourself serious. Number four, Freddie Gibbs sold, sold separately. Man. Did this, has this nigga dropped four straight classic albums? Because that's what it looks like to me, because what, he had Bandana, he had, uh, what was that album, Alfredo, he had, it was another one in that group of albums, fuck, I can't think of the other album. I think it was two that he did with Mad Lib back to back. Yeah, I can't think of the other fucking album right now that he dropped within that time period. But Freddie Gibbs has been going crazy with the music and the albums, though. And this album, I, I, I guess it's three straight classics until I figure out what the other album was. But fuck it. Soul Sold Separately is incredible. From start to fucking finish, man. This nigga here, he done eased his ass right back up in that top ten, top five range. Like, Gibbs delivered a classic album. Yet again. I mean, this nigga really don't fucking miss. Couldn't be done. 
Incredible. Blackest in the room. Dope. Offset. Very catchy. Uh, Pain and Strife, right? Too much with Moneybag, yo. I think that shit should have been a way bigger hit. That should be a top 10 record. Lobster Omelet with Rick Ross. Insane. Space Rapid. Crazy. Feel No Pain with Anderson Peck and Raekwon. Crazy. Almost made the, the, the best rap song song of the year. Rabbit Vision. Another incredible record. Pimp Yo Slut. One of my favorites on here. Dark Hearted. Crazy. Gold Rings. Ah, with Pusha T. Like, this whole album, like, from start to finish, there's really no skips on here, bro. I can't name one song I skip, I skip on here, bro. We have entered the infamous top three. Man. Number three caught me off guard. Not gonna hold you. When I heard this, I was like, damn, this may be the best album that I've heard this year so far. When was this released? This was released April the 8th, though. You know, this is before, uh, you know what, never mind. <laughs> but number three is Sid with Broken Hearts Club. Man, this album is incredible. Definitely a classic. Definitely better than her uh, first album to me. I mean, it starts off with Could You Break a Heart with Lucky Day. I mean, right track with Smino, Control. Like, No Way, Getting Late, Outlaw with Kalani. Break My Heart, Why Don't You? Goodbye, my love, missing out. Heartfelt freestyle, like, this shit is dope as fuck. I love Sid. Like, I'm a big fan of hers. She makes dope-ass music. Number two. Man. This album here, boy. I enjoyed it from start to finish. It's another album that really don't have no skips on it. Number two, Ari Lennox, Age, Sex, Location. I definitely donned this as um, the best R&B album this year. And I'm sticking to it. P.O.F. Man. I rank that high as fuck. Hoodie. Crazy. Waste my time. Another dope-ass record that was left off the hundo. Pressure. Definitely a top five record. Released all year. Boy, bye. The best duet this year, in my opinion. Stop by. Outside is fucking dope. Leak it with Chloe. Blocking you is dope. Queen Space with Summer Walker. Like, they can't tell me shit about that album. Now, last but not least, number one. Well, you already know. If I haven't mentioned this nigga yet, you should already know what number one is. It's Kendrick Lamar. 
Mr. Malach Morale and the Big Steppers. What I call the motherfucking album of the year. Now, I mean, I feel like this. I mean, United in Grief, I did not like that shit. I didn't like the song. In 95, I like it. I, li- I definitely like it. I fuck with N95. Worldwide Steppers is hilarious. Love that shit. Die Hard is a bit overrated, but still good. Father Time is crazy. Rich Spirit Rock. We Cry Together is fucking hilarious. Purple Hearts, Count Me Out. Crazy. Didn't. Crown is probably the only song that I would skip. But the rest of it, insane. Because, you know, Crown is repetitive and annoying. Like, United in Grief is not as bad as Crown was. But Silent Hill, which I picked as the collab of the year. Not my favorite collab, but it's the collab of the year. Savior the interlude and Savior the song. Incredible. Auntie Diaries, one of the best stories told this year. Mr. Morale, dope. Mother Ice Over, dope. Mirror, crazy. Like, yo, man. Kendrick Lamar did it again. He dropped a lower tier classic, I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to call that. It's a classic, but. I think it's better than to pimp a butterfly though i think so a lot of people disagree with that i don't care it's not better than damn or good kid mad city or section eight but it's definitely next up i mean mr morale and the big steppers was highly anticipated it got mixed reviews Got a lot of hate from a lot of people that I respected, which is crazy. But whatever, man. Whatever floats your boat. All right. We are finally fucking finished. All right, man. I mean, I hope y'all not sleep. I hope (laughs) y'all... I know this took a lot of work to do. A lot to come up with. I worked really fucking hard on this. Please listen to it. In its entirety. Don't be afraid to take breaks in between. It's Keaton on a sensor. I am finally done with the top 100 albums that I heard in 2022. Salute. I'm gone.